Welcome to our little neck of the woods here in northern Minnesota, about 15 miles south of Canada. Right now I'm out here on our deck, where as you can see the weather is windy and a bit cool. Michelle and I have been settling into our place here that's been in my family for over 50 years. And as I've moved around throughout ministry over the last 40 years, this is the one place that truly feels like home. There's something about the trees and air, the water and loons of our lake and all of nature that helps me feel grounded and close to God. The weather here has been up and down and we've had a lot of rain as of late. And when it comes to the weather, there are two kinds of people, those who complain about it and those who simply accept it. Complaining that the weather is lousy and unfair does not change the conditions outside. The weather isn't fair, it just is. And so too with life. Life is seldom fair. Last week, Michael Moorhead offered a courageous, challenging, and important sermon on what's going on in our society today and our call to engage in the pursuit of justice. And that's prompted me to follow up today with some further reflections and encouragement in what I'm calling the rains and rain of justice. Did you hear verse 45 of our text from Matthew that Michael read? God sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Life isn't fair. We want the unrighteous to get their just desserts and the righteous to be rewarded for their righteousness. In today's justice system, sometimes those who are guilty are left let off on a technicality and sometimes those who are innocent are found guilty. So yes, it certainly does rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. The point of our text this morning is not, is life fair? And if not, why not? Our texts this morning are calling us with the powers and energies we have to make life as loving and just as possible. As our Leviticus passage says, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare or gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the alien. I am the Lord your God. The Lord here is speaking of the rain, R-E-I-G-N, of justice. Gaining at the expense and to the exclusion of another is unjust. It was Martin Luther King Jr., seeker of justice, who knew the broad connections when he observed, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And he also said, as long as there is poverty in the world, I could never be rich even if I have a billion dollars. As long as diseases are rampant and millions of people in this world cannot expect to live more than 28 or 30 years, I could never be totally healthy even though I get a good checkup at the Mayo Clinic. I cannot be what I am until you are what you ought to be. And this is the way our world is made. Our connection to one another and God's reign of justice is crucial. Some will complain about the reins of life and some will complain that life is unfair all the way to the end of their life. But the question for us as we seek to help God's kingdom grow in the world and in our own spiritual lives is what will we make of the reign of justice? Nobel Peace Prize winner Desmond Tutu put the challenge this way. If you are neutral in a situation of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. If an elephant has his foot on the tail of the mouse and you say you are neutral, the mouse will not appreciate your neutrality. And I suspect that each of us listening would say we want oppressors brought to justice and that we want justice brought to the oppressed. But when it comes to making a real difference, that is a different matter. I don't know about you, 
but sometimes I get overwhelmed by everything going on in the world, which is either evil, violent, unjust, or all three. And my inclination is to want to insulate my life and, and keep to my own little world, provided it is comfortable and safe. That is why the words of modern-day prophets like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Bishop Desmond Tutu need to be heeded. They knew the horrible blows of tragedies and the inexpressible oppression of evil. The rains fall on the just and the unjust, and yet they never gave up on the reign of God. And that's why when it comes to racial injustice in our society, we can no longer sit back as people of faith and say it's someone else's problem. No, when it comes to the reign of God's justice, we are all in this together. All lives matter. And at this particular time in our culture, our society, our history, and our world, we need to acknowledge that specifically black lives and brown lives matter. So listen again carefully to, the more, uh, to more of our text from Leviticus. You shall not steal, you shall not deal falsely, and you shall not lie to one another. And you shall not swear falsely by my name, profaning the name of your God, for I am the Lord. You shall not defraud your neighbor, you shall not steal, and you shall not keep for yourself the wages of a laborer until morning. You shall not revile the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind. You shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall not render an unjust judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great. With justice, you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slander among your people, and you shall not profit by the blood of your neighbor. I am the Lord. And finally, you shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall not reprove your neighbor, or you will incur guilt yourself. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It sounds a lot like the Ten Commandments and a lot like Jesus. You see, we are all connected in this world of God's, for we are all God's children, and we remember that the neighbor is not simply the person next door, but everyone other than the self. And when we live like that in all our dealings, the reign of justice is not only taking root in our lives, it can truly give hope and empowerment to others. Justice is truth in action, and justice is love in action. Love without justice and justice without love are not biblical love and justice. They always go hand in hand. Here's what the prophet Micah said in chapter 6, verse 8. He has told you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Now, Thomas Jefferson knew that our country is not always just in terms of its government and judicial system. He said, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just. You see, it is our capacity for justice that makes democracy possible, but it is our tendency toward injustice that makes democracy, in its best sense, necessary. Justice is never easy, and there is always a cost in justice. But it is a crucial part of our call as Christians. I deeply believe that God loves all of us, and I also believe God is pleased with us when we live by the reins and reign of justice. As the prophet Amos put it, 
Let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Those kind of waters provide growth in the ongoing struggle for life and justice in a topsy-turvy world, in an unjust world. And it needs to be true for all of us, regardless of race. For all races are equal. Yes, bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. The rains fall on the righteous and the unrighteous. And so Jesus, our Lord, gives us a word in the midst of the murky waters of who is good and who is bad. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your God in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be complete, therefore, as your God is complete. We are to live with the reins and reign of justice. We are to live with the reins, the unfairness of life, and live with the reign of God's justice, which is God's kingdom purposes, such that our prayers live out the reality of thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. During these days of change and challenge, may it be so, may it be so, may God's kingdom come. Amen.